All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this 32nd episode of Warrior Week Parables from the Pit. We are about to change the entire fucking format of this show. And uh, with me inside of the studio are two of the most powerful trainer inside of our game, uh, Jesse Ewell, and as well as Kevin Voisin. We're going to have an opportunity for these gentlemen to introduce themselves and what they do, um, how they started the journey, and who they are today. And today is a powerful conversation. Today's the conversation is going to be about what men do best, which is resisting their biggest pain. And we're going to have a conversation around that. These conversations are driven by the trainers of the warrior movement. And from time to time, we will have our guests. In the past, what would happen is uh, the first 30 episodes, I have guests that were graduates of Warrior Week. And then I had one episode where I had an external guest that came in and shared his kind of story just to say that you don't have to be in warrior to uh, live this way. There are other men living the warrior's way, um, and and this movement, it brings a conversation, a common conversation, a common platform. Um, and so it's an invitation. It's an invitation to be part of this movement, but know that if you're listening to this and you are not yet inside of the movement, it does not exclude you. You're not excluded because you're not wearing a T-shirt. You're not in the conversation of Warrior. The mission of Warrior was never to exclude any men. The mission of Warrior was never to create a, a circle and says, if you're not in this, fuck you. That would never be the mission of Warrior, and it never is and never had been. So inside of that, we're going to have a conversation on the new format and the topic that we're going to discover as trainers, as men with experience in the past five years, into training guys, over 500 plus guys coming into an experience called Warrior Week, following it up with the Kingdom Challenge and all the other experiences that we have for them here inside of Warrior. And that is the experience that we're going to share. It is not our opinion. It is not the, 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 the shit that we read in books that we're going to repeat here. It is simply a story, the story and the parables of the pit of the men that we have experienced growth and we have seen growth from these men inside of their journey. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the episode and the next 30 episodes of this journey that we're going to take with the trainers. Okay, gentlemen, we are back. So... Um, I'm going to go ahead and give an opportunity for uh, the trainers here to introduce themselves and kind of briefly tell the stories and what brought them here. But more importantly, what is the mission today and what they're doing as part of this movement? So first, I'm going to start with Jesse. Jesse Ewell, uh, floor is yours, man. Welcome. Uh, thanks, Coach Sam. So uh, I'm Jesse Ewell, and I am head of... Uh, getting guys certified inside a certified trainer. I originally came to Warrior Week 16. Uh, I think it was episode seven or eight. Uh, you could go back to and actually hear the entire story. Uh, but just to give you a, a short rundown, I went through Warrior Week 16. I went through Warrior Week 21. And I went through those two Warrior Weeks in the first seven or eight months uh, of me being a part of Warrior. And I think that was a catapult to the success that I have had in the last three and a half years inside my journey in Warrior to uh, where just recently I have moved uh, my entire family down here to Southern California to work 
hand in hand and side by side and at the red hot core of wake up warrior beautiful kevin yeah i'm coach kevin wazan uh originally from louisiana have also moved here to orange county i initially came through warrior week in the gates of uh, warrior week 22 did warrior week 22 Warrior Week 38, uh, Certified Trainer Edition 39, and have been at all but maybe three events that have happened since 2015, September 2015. I literally found Warrior to copy the cool style that I saw in a Facebook ad, and it, I clicked on it, heard the audio, within two minutes was crying, and it's changed the trajectory of my life. Like, it, it is literally taken a man who thought he had everything exposed the fact that i had no idea who i even was and now have has created a man who like i know who the fuck i am i know what i want to create and i'm creating it on purpose every fucking day beautiful i want to reintroduce these gentlemen as who they are as trainers so you understand that um what is the experience that these gentlemen carry uh these gentlemen carry an experience of over 20 warrior weeks 20 Warrior Weeks individually, 20 Warrior Weeks with 15 guys on average on each Warrior Week attending. 20 Warrior Weeks, they have led Warrior Weeks with me. Prior to that, they have participated to 10 to 15 other events as participant, as a student. And they have led hundreds, hundreds of men inside of the Kingdom Challenge that we talk about which is a 90-day follow-up program after Warrior Week uh, to continue the growth and the momentum. So overall, this is, a, this is a package of three year and a half, close to four years, over 500 men and their families that have been affected by these two trainers. And these are the men's. This is the caliber of the men that you have on this show. So the topics that we're going to talk about, and these are not our opinions, uh, we are going to share the facts, and the facts are coming straight from the fucking pit and the parables of the men that we are aware of. These men have carried tons of pain, pain of another man. They had to carry it, or else they wouldn't put in their devotion into this. And this is a journey of devotion. This is not a journey of coaching, life coaching, training, none of that shit. It's above and beyond that. This is, well, the willpower to execute what you know merges with the love of humanity and now you have a devotion you have a fucking mission and the mission is simple make better daddies and better fathers period better daddies better fathers better husband period that's it connect more spiritually pour in more spiritual development as your journey grows take care of your body so you can sustain the growth spiritually financially and with your relationship that's the warrior's way, a simple belief system that connects you to the four parameters or if you want the four elements in the fourth dimension of your life. Your body, your being, your business, and your balance all combined together and you not only focusing on one area but rather four areas. So this is the caliber of the experience that we have here. We, we, we don't talk about books and concepts. We simply talk about experiences of what you've seen. And today's topic and today's conversation is the following. What is the biggest pain that men are resisting today? What is the biggest pain that most men are resisting today? And I'm going to have Jesse emphasize on this from his combined experience 
as we take this generic topic and we break it down to a granular fucking problem that exists currently inside of masculinity, the world of masculinity. So Jesse Yule, I'm asking you, the question is, what is the biggest pain that men are resisting today from your experience, brother? Uh, I think the biggest pain that I hear constantly come up is the pain from a father. And, you know, this pain is really broad, but when it comes down to it, it's the pain of we experienced as a child and that we carried that for many years, almost like a weight on our back that we never let go of and we never learned how to work past it. And this is a constant pain that continues to come up and almost each and every man that not only comes through here, uh, but that we even start a conversation with that's just talking about pain. Beautiful. Uh, we're going to go to Kevin. Kevin, what is the biggest pain that you see men resisting as from your experience of being a trainer inside of this game for the past three, four years? I think overall, if you're just going to pick one pain, it's the idea that they should feel emotions at all. Like most of the men I see are sedating away from any emotion. Like they don't want to feel anything. Even the positive emotions scare the fuck out of them because there's this, there's been this conditioning that men don't feel that to feel and to open up and to be vulnerable is weakness. Uh, and it has created any type of emotion that gets through suddenly as a pain to be run from, to be suppressed with alcohol or to be ignored. Uh, and I would say that, that generally, if I had to pick one pain I see most often is across the board, men unable to endure the pain of vulnerability. Just admitting that I'm having a feeling right now. Whether Even if that feeling is love for their child, they have a hard time expressing it because they've been so conditioned that feeling is the realm of women or others and not real men. Well said. Uh, both of you gentlemen have identified major the major sources of the pain that men are currently living. Um, I'm gonna have this uh, painted uh, slightly more simpler, right? The current path of a man inside of his pain right now is this idea of being alone. Uh, and this, I've said it many times, it's not like they're socially alone, but they're operating alone, which ties back to no instructions from dad and which ties back to no a lot, not, not emotions that are going to play in that. That's not part of the playlist. So I'm left with everything that I have been programmed to do. I'm left with my experience. And so what I do is that I constantly take from my past to resolve the problem of the now. Do you see, you, you guys see this? I take from my past to resolve the problem of now. The energy of the problem now does not have a solution of the problem now. It, it has a solution of the past trying to resolve the problem of now. In, in this context, and I'm going to come back to this because I'm going to talk to Jesse right now and have his perspective of this. But in this context, men label themselves alone. Most men don't even know they're alone until there is an awakening process, such as warrior, such as some other way that they come in and they realize that they're actually operating alone. And at the end of this conversation, I'm going to demonstrate to you that when you say you are alone, you are actually not alone at all. You're surrounded by Tons of, tons of, tons of things. I'm going to call them things because you're going to realize this idea of loneliness. You're actually really popular in that area. 
And the more popular you are in that area, the more alone you will feel. So, uh, Jesse, what is your takeaway around this conversation uh, of being alone? I think as guys, we have a natural tendency, and even for like myself, is when things aren't working in my life, it's easier for me to go to this place of, hey, I feel alone. I feel like I'm the only one. And so when you talk about this, it's a feeling of being alone. And so when I feel alone, I close off everyone around me. And so I, it's really me not letting myself, letting anybody in. And so there becomes this vulnerable piece of, hey, I'm not vulnerable enough to expose myself. So therefore, I'm alone in my own pit that I created because I wouldn't let anybody else in. Well said. Kevin? Yeah, and I think, like, to build on that, it, it's not just that, like, I want to be, uh, like, I am isolating, which definitely is a part, but but by believing I'm alone, my ego fucks me up and says, hey, no one has ever felt this pain before. You, No one can understand. And we give ourselves this false feeling of significance that somehow our problem in the history of the universe of 10 billion people or whatever have ever lived, no one has ever felt this before. And it, it doesn't make any sense, you know, in general, but when we get into our own problems, our ego, it's a way that it tries to protect us. Our mind is like, oh shit, this hurts. And then, well, I need to share this, I need help. Well, no, fuck that. Like, no one could ever understand this. It's a way to build ourselves up to feel significant, but unfortunately what it does is the, the total opposite is it totally fucks us from the millions, and I mean literally millions, every fucking man, like whatever pain you are feeling, almost every man alive has had some version of that pain, and we cut ourselves off from just saying, hey man, this hurts. And and it's amazing when I've seen men do this, when I've done this, and just say, man, I'm feeling this and it hurts, all of a sudden, it's kind of like we had a we had a miscarriage in my, uh, in my marriage, and uh, it, was, it was fucking painful. Like it was, it was a painful loss. And I opened up to people like, you know, we miscarried a baby. I couldn't fucking believe like people I'd known my whole life. Like it seemed like everyone had a miscarriage story, but no one ever fucking said it. So like initially when this happened, I felt so fucking alone. But then as I started talking, I realized 40% of the people around me had somehow experienced this miscarriage. I wasn't alone at all. And I felt like, okay. But then, you know, at first I felt like really supported. And then I thought, how fucked up is this? That like half the world is walking around with this story, but we all feel alone at the same time. Like it's time to fucking open up, stop making ourselves feel important by hiding inside the idea that we're the only person who's ever exper experienced this. And you know, loneliness feeds this this tendencies of ours. Um, so we may come to a realization that we are alone, and we find a way that helps us realize that and helps us. One of the ways is with a warrior's way. There are many other ways out there. Uh, like uh, Jesse always said, this is a way to the way, right? I, I, I keep repeating that every single fucking week in every conversation because it's so well said. Like, this is a way to the way. And there are many ways out there. Um, there is 7 billion fucking people on this planet. To say that this is the only way is, is, is not being different than all the guys that are preaching out there that if you're not doing this, then you'll go to hell. There are many ways, and a man will find his way. But he, here's, here's the concept. When a man feels alone, 
loneliness is fed by tendencies of the past. And I'm going to talk about particularly myself. I, you know, even in the process of awakening, not knowing alone, there are tendencies of the past that show up and feeds this loneliness. Example, in certain areas, when, when I feel that things are not going well, well, I have this fucking tendency to put a backpack and put all my fucking pain and carry all the pain alone. Like, I'm going to carry this entire fucking thing by myself. Not because the people that are surrounding me, I don't trust them. Not because the people that are surrounding me and supporting me, I don't love them. Because I have these old tendencies in me that kind of like come to, come to, um, come to have major amount of influence with me the minute I start feeling alone. You guys feel what I'm saying? It's not... Hey, man, I've been working on this. I'm not alone. We got the brotherhood. We got the tools. And then there's a period where I feel alone. It's, I think it's, uh, it's a pattern that like we have as men is this feeling of alone takes us back to the place that we originally felt alone. And so you begin to go back to the 7, 8, 9, 10-year-old version of yourself where alone or loneliness was created then. And you go back to this story of I'm alone like I was and you start feeling or having the feelings and experience like you were when you were a kid when this first took place. And like inside of this, this is where we begin to, you know, bring these patterns that we had as a kid, like a loneliness, we would hide, we would do all these like things to make ourselves feel better about being alone makes sense kevin i mean even when it's the idea that we're alone is so ridiculous as, I, as we're talking about this like even in the womb we aren't alone we're actually completely utterly connected to another human being 24 hours a day uh all the time like I, this this concept of alone comes with our mind this concept of alone is taught because it, it makes no sense. There is no reality in the idea that you are alone. My father used to tell me all the time, if, if God wanted you to do everything by yourself, he would have put you on your own little planet and you could just do it all. But instead, he put you here with seven billion other people. At some point in your life, Kevin, you're gonna have to figure out that those seven billion other people play a part just like you do and you need to start playing with them. I think part of uh, part of what you mentioned is that, uh, you know, when when we when as men or as fucking human, we have tendencies to attach ourselves post drama, right? So if there's a trauma or drama that takes in our place, our tendency is to attach ourselves to something. So this duality kind of creates balance. And the first example I can think about this is is being born, right? Once a baby is born immediately the baby is facing some trauma this this trauma that took place birth and there is attachment that takes place now with the mother right so that's our first introduction of actually being alone i mean if we want to fucking get you know pretty scientific around this shit when when you're born you feel fucking alone and the immediate relief of that pain is for you to get attached to you know the nipple from your mother and start drinking the milk and the first thing you do is cry and cry and then you get attached or connected. <laughs> like, I think the biggest thing you could take from what Kevin said is this feeling of alone is disconnection. Yes. And so when you're alone, you disconnect 
from people, from, you know, the things in your life. And so that gives you the feeling of being alone. And so just like a baby, the baby cries, except our adult version of ourself, we cry, but we do it in a different way. We act it out and, you know, maybe it's wearing a backpack. So people will notice, hey, Sam, I noticed you're walking different. You're carrying around this big fucking backpack. Like, what's wrong? And the reality was you put on the backpack so everybody could say, hey, Sam, what's wrong? What's wrong? And, and so you see this, Kevin? Like, this is all coming together because the pain of being alone, like the source of the pain of being alone is really that disconnection that you emphasized on, right? From the baby to the adult version, we, we experience this disconnection multiple times, this trauma of disconnection. And every time we experience it, we find ourselves attached to a different things. Part of it could be drugs, alcohol, any, any form of attachment that kind of takes away the pain. Well, and it's, we're conditioned, right? Like, so it, if I look at my three-year-old, right, who's a great uh, example of this, because his first instinct and everything is just, ah, like, scream, you know, just, just anything that's wrong, he wants to scream. And my impulse as a parent is to say, hey, stop screaming. Shh, shh. Like, just, just keep peace. That's what my, my parents taught me. I've shifted recently to, hey, use your words. Tell me what's wrong. Tell me what's hurting. Tell me what... And, and as I've taught my three-year-old, here I am 42, and I think I'm learning more from teaching my three-year-old than he is, I've realized that that's what happened. Back in my life, people told me, hey, shut up. Hey, shh. It's class time. Hey, shh. It, we're in church right now. Hey, shh. You're learning some important stuff. So when I cried about being disconnected, I got this message of, no, no, it doesn't matter how you're feeling right now. You need to be quiet and absorb, you know, do whatever you're quote unquote supposed to do. I'm realizing now that the, the real, the real as it's really not like when I'm feeling disconnected, I don't need to cry and just hope someone saves me, but I can just literally say, I'm feeling disconnected. I've started to do this with my wife. Like, Hey, I feel like we haven't had sex in a while. How do you feel about that? I'm feeling a little weird about it. And it's amazing the conversation that comes when I just fucking like, I, it's the basic All right, tenet. So let's Tell take the fucking a fucking truth. right turn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to settle some shit right here. Okay. We're not going to fucking fuck around on this. Mm -hmm. So there's a feeling of a guy on the left that's felt disconnected to the guy on the right. And this is the truth of all of this. Like we begin to get exposed in this game. Because when I feel disconnected from Sam, I feel disconnected from what got me into Warrior. Mm -hmm. uh, when Kevin feels disconnected from Sam, he feels disconnected from Brotherhood. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, when you look at us three, we all have three different paths, but we've all been connected to each other. Mm -hmm. And when we're not connected, we feel alone inside of this Brotherhood even though that's why we got into the brotherhood. And Mate. so I, I think the, the thing is, is like Kevin has experienced this pain of being alone without Sam or without me. And it causes a disconnection between, you know, all of us. Yeah, that's well said. So, I mean, if, if we're going to look at this right now, like uh, Jesse mentioned, the, the current situation is the, 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 the pain the pain that takes place in, in this in this connection that we have forged, right? 
is from the disconnection of that, right? And and what does that do to an adult, right? What does that do to a fucking 42-year-old man? Fuck the baby at this point. Let's talk about the 42-year-old guy, right? Let's talk about you, me, Kevin, and you that fucking listening. Like, let's talk about you. When you disconnect or an action causes you to disconnect, it immediately robs away your fucking certainty. Now, your amount of certainty is lower, therefore, everything else, your pattern, your behavior, everything else around that is controlled by the amount of certainty. And when that connection is strong, what happens to our, what happens to our certainty? It fucking rises, and it shows up in other areas of our lives. Like, you guys see this? Like, certainty, sure. is, the, certainty is the fuel for all, for all version of you that shows up in the different dimensions of your life with your family with your kids alone with your body like connecting with god and in inside of the relationship this brotherhood that we have and so it, it's a it's a valid point because i feel disconnected as well if i'm not connected with jesse like it's funny we were talking about this it's like fuck, like Jesse and I like almost text each other, and Kevin and I talk to each other every day. Uh, past couple of days, I was at an event, which you know I was just fucking like, away for a few hours, and in just a few days, we can sense this. Yeah, like our sensors are so sharp, not because we're fucking emotional to a point that we're we're needy, but our sensors and our feelings are sharp. We have sharpened up our feelings. And so when we don't feel this connection, we, we feel our intuitions or our instincts merge. The instinct, the fucking gut feeling, and the intuition, which is knowing the unknown, merges in one point in this place in our heart and says, I don't feel connected. Like there's a conversation, I, I don't feel connected. And so therefore, you know, we either send a text, a picture, or something to recreate that connection and affirmation that I have my brother's keepers. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys feel the same thing? Yeah, I think, you know, as I was joking today when I said, <laughs> like, dude, I moved here. <laughs> I see you and talk to you less. But, like, that is a, that's a, a version of myself that was a kid that would say, say these things in a passive-aggressive way, but it was to know, like, hey, man, like, this, I feel this. This is what's happening even last week. Um, you know, moving here has been a big shift for my family. Yeah, I'm not really in control of like, hey, when when exactly do I get off? But it's caused this disconnection from, you know, Katie and the kids. But Saturday night we went out mm. and then we sat there and talked about it. And it was an opportunity to reconnect and talk about, hey, this is what's happening. Let's reconnect. But all week it was like, hey, like I feel disconnected instead of just saying it, it took us going out on date night or it took us just having a conversation just before in this, this. fucking podcast. Yeah. Well, and like, the, I longest, mean, the longer that you sit in that disconnection, you start to have these other weird thoughts of like, not only am I disconnected, but maybe that guy's doing something that's going to hurt me. And maybe that guy, like you start thinking like a crab or like crabs, the way they kill each other is they just bite from the back. So a crab doesn't let anything get behind him. And he's oh, hold on, hold on a second. Explain that. So, it, it, like a, a blue crab, like the way that it works, its eyes are mounted on the front. It can only see ahead, okay. forward. 
And when a blue crab kills another blue crab, it's because it, it just pinches it from Hold on. Well, what are, what are the blue crabs? Is it the big one, the, the large one, the small one? Like infant? They're, they're small. They're called blue crabs. They're like little crabs down in the Gulf of Mexico. Eatable? Eatable or no? Oh, yeah. It's super, super Expensive? It, yes. And extremely good. Okay. Uh, but when you, get, when you get crabs into a bucket, they'll all push their back against the back of the bucket. Mm-hmm. If a crab tries to f- climb out. The other crabs grab it. Why? Because they're afraid. If he gets behind me, he could kill me, and I can't even see it coming. Hmm. And, I, and, and like, we used to run a crab plant. Like, I'm from South Louisiana originally. We would do 10,000 pounds of crab every day. So it's like 30,000 crabs a night. We'd put them in these big 500-pound vats with no lids ever. And never more than a dozen would fall out. Like, it's crazy. They all just hold each other in. Why? To protect themselves. And, and Human beings in, in are not much different. We get disconnected, and then you start to have this weird thought of like, oh, God, well, like maybe I didn't understand what was happening. What is he doing? What am I doing? Even though, why did we get disconnected? Because we divided the work and said, hey, you're going to go here. I'm going to go here. You go over there. Great. It starts like that, but without that communication, without that bond, like without actually in investing into that bond regularly, very quickly we turn into crabs and we're like hey motherfucker like get down no don't do that that what why are you doing this and you start to feel this false sense of opposition like you almost start to create an opposition that's not there because you're disconnected um so the whole point of this conversation was to mention that never alone is not a destination it's not an event it, like you're not going to experience never alone it's it's a journey that you must be committed to. And this is what the Warrior's Way teaches. The Warrior Way teaches for you not to be alone, but it also teaches you that it's a working pro- process. You're going to fuck up. You're going to feel disconnected. But then there are opportunities such as this one right here live. Like whatever we do and we teach, we actually fucking experience it first. And right here live right now, this is what you're experiencing. Is right now, Kevin have moved here a couple of weeks ago. Jesse has moved here last week. I was away in a fucking conference for four days. Then before that, I was getting my tattoo. Like we were disconnected, if you want, for a period of 10 to 14 years. Uh, 14, not years. 10 to 14 days compared to how we were connected prior to that 14 days. Yeah, and this this connection, like I'm, you know, there's no fucking coincidence that we're sitting all in this bucket. We're not craps, but we're fucking sitting in this bucket, the podcast studio, and and uh, and, and we're it happens si- to be blue. It yeah, it happens to be fucking blue. But we're sitting here and we're experiencing this thing that fuck, man. You know, we can sit here and talk about loneliness and disconnection, but this is exactly what's taking place between us. We are so sharp at feeling this shit. And not pretending that we're not, that we we take care of it here, right here, right now. And this has given birth, if you want, to the next 30 to 40 to 100 episodes inside of this is that we will have guests. We will have, uh, you know, men coming out from the outside so they can share their perspective. And this is this is only for one purpose, to demonstrate that the warrior's way is not the only way. Here we'll talk about the Warriors Bay, but we'll have guests from the outside that will merge in their way of thinking in the to the Warriors Way for you to recognize that there are many ways to the way, as Coach Jesse said it. I'm always gonna coach you on that, bro. I I made a, I made a promise I'll never fucking steal that. <laughs> so, inside of that, this is what's gonna happen. 
Like, we're going to be here, all three of us. Sometimes it'll be four. Garrett will be with us. Sometimes maybe one of us is not there and we're doing some other shit. But I can tell you, we're committed to be here every week and have conversations. We're going to take you through 100 most common pain that the modern man live. Every show is going to be discussing one specific pain. Today we discuss the overall pain of all men, which is feeling lonely. But then we'll come back here every week and we take one pain that contributes to this major pain of being lonely. So, gentlemen, I want to thank you for your time being here. Obviously, this is our show. We're going to be back at it with the new format on the 30 minutes. We grab a pain and we have a real raw conversation, put our own examples, put ourselves under the fucking bus before advising anybody else. So final words from Coach Jesse and Coach Kevin as we close up the show. So for me, like, it's funny, even inside this show, it just to show you how insidious this is, if you're sitting here and you're one of the three guys and then the other two guys go off and they say this really cool shit, you suddenly start to feel alone. Like, oh, God, what I have to say doesn't matter. Does it, can I say something that cool? Oh, my God. Like, even inside of this fucking show right now, if you let it creep in, there it fucking is. And what I say to that pain is, fuck you. Like, I choose to connect. I choose to to trust. And uh, and, and for me, that's, that's it. Like, like. Fuck you, pain. Like, cool, all right, this hurts, but I'm still going to speak my truth. Beautiful. Jesse? So the, the pain of feeling alone comes from the pain of not communicating that you're experiencing feeling alone. And so once you begin to work past that of just communicating, hey, I feel alone, whether it's in a relationship with your wife, your kids, your family, or your brother's your coworkers, whatever that is, communication is the gateway to not feeling alone. Beautiful. And the question you need to ask yourself is where in your life you feel that you're not communicating enough so that you can generate this feeling, this false feeling of being connected, which in reality we're all connected and that's a topic of another conversation, right? We're going to talk about how we are all connected. Some people say, fuck that, I don't believe in that crap. It doesn't matter. We're still going to talk about it. And we're going to demonstrate how we are all connected. But, but when it comes to you and this conversation that we had today, where in your life you are feeling most disconnected? And as you feel that pain, what the fuck are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to give yourself permission to have a conversation? Are you going to guide yourself towards this version of you that is connected? Or do you need help? Do you need help with getting connected to that? And that's why the Warrior's Way is here. And if you're one of the guys that need help and need to get an interruption in your current pattern and behaviors that is causing disconnected, well, Warrior Week is the path to go. www.warriorweek.com is the place for you to start an application and see if this is a journey that you want to take. You can also tune in to the, the podcast show that we have every week as we share the pain of men, the common pain of modern men at Warrior, po Warrior Week Podcast on iTunes. You can download it and you can listen to it every day. I want to thank my guests and my co-host of the show, uh, Jesse Ewell and as well as Kevin Voisin. We will be back here next week with another episode of The Pain of the Modern Man. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.